What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Chavez, and if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in, put your shit down, and let's talk. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. What's going on, y'all? I hope y'all enjoying y'all weekend, okay? Enjoying y'all Sunday, actually. It is self-care Sunday, and y'all should be taking care of yourselves. You know, I feel like through the week, we focus on everything else, all of our other responsibilities, everybody else that's in our life. Today, we need to focus on ourselves. And if you are at work or you have to work today, child, remember, please take some time for yourself, regardless of whether it's today, tomorrow, or whatever. Just take some time for yourself. So before we hop on into the episode, quick life update. Child, ain't nothing changed since the last time y'all saw me. You know, school's coming to a close. I'm excited because we're in our last week and then we have uh, one day, I think, next week for a final or whatever, but we'll be done this week. And then I'm excited for August. Y'all know my birthday's coming up. Honestly, I know so many people with birthdays in August. It's going to be a time. And then I have a friend who's graduating from her master's program in August. Look, it's going to be a time of celebration, a time of the Virgos. If you are Virgo, shout out to you. It's all love from Virgo to Virgo. We're the best sign there is. Amen to that. But I ain't going to talk to y'all too, too much. Today, I have a surprise guest on the episode. My girl is back and she's here to spit some knowledge. Y'all know I love when I do a podcast episode with her because she always come in hot, okay? I'm going to let her tell y'all who she is. Go on here, my girl. Thank you, Shabazz. Hey, everyone, it's JC. I'm glad to be back on the podcast. Uh, for those who don't know me, I uh, I am a mental health professional who loves what I do. So I'm excited to talk about the topic. I feel like it's really good, something that needs to be discussed. Yeah. I feel like it'll be a very good discussion as well. So, so I'm ready to get into it. Come on, friend. I love that. That's the type of energy we need to have, okay? About life, about everything that's going on. So before we hop into the episode, I came up with a little quick check-in question. Um, the question is, what's one thing that brings you a sense of peace, regardless of what's going on around you? Something that brings me peace is reading. Um, whenever I read, there are different types of books I like to read. I like self-help books. I do like mm-hmm. nonfiction. Mm-hmm. But when I just want to like get out, get out of the zone, I like to read fiction books. Because I like to experience something different. I want to place myself in someone else's life. Like place mm-hmm. myself, experience what they're experiencing. And I feel that with fiction books, I can do that. Like, take me somewhere I've never been before. You know, it's very, it's a lot of imagery in fiction. So there's lots of descriptions. There's lots of visions that you see. So I like to read. And that helps me. That's that's my piece when a lot's going on or when nothing's going on. It's just something that I love to do. Yes, I love that. Especially because lately I have been reading, y'all. I've been reading more than I've been watching TV. And y'all know I love to watch a little TV. But um, to answer the same question, my one thing that brings me peace, uh, I know for certain, it's music. There's just something about 
creating, writing lyrics, um, just listening to music that's just calming for me. And I think it's like kind of how you described uh, your reading for you. It takes me to another place, especially when I'm feeling certain moods. I feel like I embody what the song is saying. Like it, I resonate with this so much. And I think it gives me a way to escape my reality, just be able to step back from everything that I might be going through and just be. Because I think sometimes as people, we just forget how to just be sometimes. And, you know, we let the the troubles of life uh, get to us. Because I know, ooh, child. Yeah, I've been in deep thought about certain <laughs> things lately, but we ain't going to go there. But yeah, to answer that question, it would be music. Most definitely. I like that. Because what, what you said about life, because life be life in. Mm-hmm do it and so the music i understand about that like if you want to experience the happiness you want to listen to something that's uplifting yes. or to something that's yes. upbeat yes yes, <laughs> yes. music yeah. is one of those powerful things at least for me it it can shift my mood like when i'm feeling good or if i'm feeling down i might you know throw on my uh feel good playlist and i'm prancing around here vacuuming it making my bed doing the things that i wasn't doing before it's just music has its way of bringing me that peace when I need it. And I loved it. Well, thank you for taking part in that check-in, friends. Yes, thank you. You're welcome, girls, to get into this episode. So today, y'all, we are talking about values. And not only are we talking about values, but we're talking about values in relationships, okay? So, friend, what are five core values that you have? Okay, it's no particular order, but I'm going to start at the first one. This is the first one on my list is God. Okay. I value God. Like I want God to be in the front, the center, the back. I want God all up in my relationship. Come on, you got to preach. <laughs> yes, okay. so, yes. So, having God kind of brings peace mm -hmm. in the relationship it brings guidance as well okay. and knowing that someone that i'm in, in a relationship with they also value that that's important to me because when you can't come to me you can go to god mm -hmm. and you know ask for direction yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna get that somehow some way you'll get it so i do think that's important i, I value god in my relationship oh you better speak a word because that's definitely on my list too one thing about it, I value a relationship with God. And like JC said, if you can't come to me, I want you to be able to go to God. There's something that's special and specifically like intimate about being able to worship, pray, and praise with your partner. There's just something so special about that. And that's something that I've always wanted. So yeah, definitely at the top, baby. Yes, my number one. <laughs> um, so the next one I have is respect. And I chose respect because I feel like respect for me covers a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Respect covers faithfulness. If you respect mm -hmm. me, you'll be faithful to me. If you respect me, you'll be honest with me. If you respect me, mm -hmm. you'll be loyal to me. <laughs> if you respect me, you'll, you'll trust me. 
So I chose respect because I feel that covers a lot of the things that I want in a relationship as a whole. Hmm, I like that because I struggled in that area because I ended up choosing honesty. And I chose honesty because I was thinking like you, I need something that's going to embody like all of these things. And I feel like if you could be honest with me, you will probably respect me. But I I kind of took that same approach with it. So yeah, I like that, friend. All right. I'm going to say I put family and friends because okay. one thing about me, friend, I am family oriented. I love to be around my family, love to be around my friends. And I just feel like I would want my partner to want those same things because mm-hmm. one, I, I want kids and I want you to know that I want kids. So if we talking about values, this is, this is on my list, babe. And I hope it's on yours too. Just, I don't envision my life being too separate away from my family and my friends. Not that they got to be all up in my business. Cause I don't believe in that, but I also want us to have relationships. I want to be able to do Christmas and Easter and, you know, family reunions and just have fun with those type of things. And I I will hope that my partner, future partner, I will hope they are very involved with their family as well. Because, you know, I want to get to know your people just as well as Mm -hmm. you should get to know mine. I agree. And that's definitely on my list, too. I agree with everything you said. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. All right, so my next one, um, open-mindedness. I put that on there because I struggle with forming relationships with people who are closed-minded. I feel like I'm open to a lot of things in this world. I'm open to a lot of different experiences and to be around people who are very closed-minded, very like pessimistic, like don't see past what's in front of their face. Like that to me is, it's draining. Like, I don't know. I just can't be around that energy. I just like for people to be open-minded, to be respectful of things that are different, even if you don't understand it. Because I feel like everything in the world is not for us to understand. Maybe we'll get there eventually. But as long as you respect people's and things place in life, like that's just it for me. Yeah. Open mind is, is important. Mm-hmm. What else you got for us, friend? Okay. So the next one I have, this one is layered, but it's communication. Mm. Mm-hmm. So with communication, it's not just the talking part of it. It's the, like your behavior. That's that can show communication as well. Mm-hmm. So with communication, I want to see how are you when you're mad, upset? How do you manage conflict? How can you communicate with me when I'm upset? Mm-hmm. Do you know about empathy? Oh. Are you a good listener? Are you listening to understand or are you listening to respond? So with communication, that's what I mean by behaviors. Like it's just layers to communication. Talking is important as well. So when we have like disagreements, I'm not with the shutting down. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to shut down. If you need a couple of days, that's fine. But a week, that's too much. <laughs> like we have to talk through things. I'm also not with the the whole trying to get under your skin. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not necessary to me. Um, and with communication, I also feel like intimacy falls under communication as well. Mm-hmm. 
So with intimacy, there's the nonverbal intimacy. And you know, with that, that's the affection. That's mm-hmm. the the hugs. That's the the cuddling, the holding hands. Mm-hmm. So that's a way to communicate. And that's the way that we can strengthen, you know, our relationship through intimacy, which is communication as well. Um, there's also the emotional intimacy. Like, I want to feel safe and secure with you, but I also mm-hmm. want you to feel safe and secure with me. So where you can communicate, you can feel comfortable with communicating with me. Yes. So that's the emotional intimacy. Um, there's also the the intellectual intimacy. Like me and you, we talk about we we need to be have stimulating conversations. I got to, got to, friend. <laughs> so yeah, you want to have those healthy debates. I don't always need you agreeing with me. Mm-hmm. We can have those healthy debates. We can challenge each other. So with that, I feel like communication is very very important. And there's layers to it. But if you can, you know, value communication as much as I do, that's a good thing. I feel communication that. Communication is mine. I love that, baby. Um, <laughs> look, I echo everything my friend just said. Communication, baby. I don't know why that wasn't on my list. Well, <laughs> if this it will, if it was for longer than five things, it would have been on there somewhere. It would have been on there. But my final one is altruism. Mm-hmm. The unselfish concern for the well-being of others. I love it. I mean that in a sense where it don't cause you to neglect your own responsibilities or your family, but I would like somebody that cares about everybody around them. I would like somebody who, you know, cares whether his sister can pay the rent or not. You know what I'm saying? Not to where it's taking food out of you know, our family's miles, but to the point where if there's something that I can do, let me try to help. Because that's the type of person that I am. And that's one, why I got into this field. And two, that's the type of person my mama was. And so I embody that. She's the type of person that would give the shirt off her back, you know, and I would value that in a partner. Just like, don't go overboard, you know, have us broken Mm -hmm. like that because you're trying to give everything to the world. But within reason be able to Mm -hmm. care about people around you and you know I feel like that's what that's what our profession embodies if I had to put it into one word I would say is altruism the unselfish concern for the well-being of others because that's literally what we do so would you say altruism is more like being selfless self yeah uh yeah I just, I put restrictions. I don't believe in making your own self worse off to help somebody else. But I do believe in if you're in a place where you can, why not? I do like that. Um, so my next one was fun. Come on, fun. <laughs> Being an adult can be draining sometimes. It can get hard. So in a relationship, I do feel that fun is important to have. Like, are you able to laugh? Because I love to laugh. <laughs> are you naturally funny? Like, you don't have to, like, make fun of anybody to be funny. Because mm-hmm. in a sense, that's kind of horny. You don't mm-hmm. always have to do that. Um, do you like to travel? Are you a dancer just for fun? Do you do karaoke? Just fun things. Like, just getting out, traveling, having fun. You no, know, getting out the house. Even staying in the house, watching a good movie. I love that. 
Mm-hmm. Having fun is important. So my last one, I'm gonna end it with family. You said it. Uh, you said it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um. So having a partner who not only sees the importance of family connections, they also want to build their own family as mm-hmm. well. I find family important. Um, even if you don't have the best relationship with your family and that didn't deter you from wanting your own family, that's good. Yeah. Cause that lets me know that family is still important to you. Yeah. Maybe you want to do do it differently, you know, provide what you didn't have. Cause I know that's that's definitely one of my things. I wouldn't be able to give my child specifically Lois Will if I have a son give my son the father that I didn't have growing up. And honestly, you know, when we first got on the call and you called me so we could record this episode, uh, I was writing a poem for my crisis and trauma class. And specifically in that poem, it involves uh, a father figure. And I know how important it is for me to be able to provide that from somebody for somebody else because I didn't have that growing up. And I didn't realize until recent years how much that did affect me, not really having a father figure there. Honestly, not even too many positive male figures in general. But uh, yeah, I ain't gonna take that too far, cause girl, you know I go on a tangent. <laughs> but yes, friend, I appreciate you with sharing your core values with us. So you know, I want y'all to sit down, figure out what are five things that y'all value in y'all's lives. Figure out those things, cause I think it's important, especially if you're thinking about exploring relationships with somebody else. So. Friend, why are values important in relationships? Hmm. So I feel that values are important is because it guides behaviors. Mm-hmm. It's a guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, the five values that I name, if I see those values are not present, mm-hmm. then why would I move forward with that? Mm-hmm. That's the way that I see it. Um. Like, I'm not going to force my values on anyone, but I feel that with communication, like I said, communication, that's important to me. So I'm going to look for someone who has the same, who feels that communication is important mm-hmm. to them like it is to me. So I mm-hmm. feel that it guides behaviors because if you sit down together and you make that list, it's like you're going to relate to that person more. Mm-hmm. going to be on the same level. Like, yeah. you know what your, you know what your vision is mm-hmm. together. So that's why I feel like it's important. It's important to know your own values individually, but to also know it as a couple together. I agree. I think I think compatibility wise, it shows you that you share similar values. And with those similar values, you'll be on the same page with the things that y'all choose to prioritize, certain beliefs that y'all choose to hold as a as a unit. And just even goals that you might want to accomplish as a couple later. It just, it puts y'all in the space to know that, okay, we are aligned in this area. So we know that if we create this goal, we both going to strive to make this work. We know that 
in this space, we are both respected because I understand what it is that you value and you understand what it is that I value. And when those things come together, baby, we make magic. Yes. (laughs) And I also, um, I also wanted to add that you kind of spoke on a, a little bit, but I also wanted to add that I think that it also is important when it comes to emotional intimacy and just even support in general, because I feel like being able to talk about your values and things that you believe in, which your partner can just help you form a deeper uh, level of appreciation and just emotional intimacy. It's just like this closeness that it can create because not only are they stimulating you emotionally it's they're also stimulating you mentally you know just like 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 you said somebody to have those intellectual conversations with like we can sit down and baby we can talk (laughs) we're gonna talk about our personal views our vulnerabilities our Mm -hmm. aspirations just being able to help us to come together and just being able to understand each other so to move on to the next question friend I want you to introduce it all right so the next question is how do values contribute to a sense of shared purpose and meaning in a relationship I think that they provide a sense of security um knowing that you both are committed to similar values it provides a sense of stability because when you know, life start life and y'all gonna face this together. I'm not alone in facing these challenges because we both value these things. So we're both gonna work towards making it happen. So even when things get hard, if we value trust, we're gonna make sure we're honest with each other. We're gonna make sure we're doing the things that our partner needs us to do because you wanna know that when things get hard, you got somebody that believes in working working things out and not just moving on to the next thing. Because, child, it can get easy. It's, yeah. it's real easy <laughs> out here, especially in this day and age where people just move on to the next thing. I want to know that my person wants to work things out even when things get hard. Mm-hmm. I agree. So one thing you did say, you, you, you said commitment. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And also touching on something that you had said earlier, you're talking about alignment of goals. Mm-hmm. So I feel that they contribute to a shared purpose because it provides a time and framework that we both align with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the alignment of the goals is the shared purpose. Like you're working towards a shared vision when you have those shared values. Yeah. Um, collaboration and teamwork having a clear understanding of values that can allow us to make like joint decisions Mm -hmm. towards our goals. Mm -hmm. I feel that that's important. Um, And it makes it easier to handle conflicts and challenges because, you know, we have these shared values with communication. That part is the accountability. That's Mm -hmm. what the communication comes in because it's like, Hey, like I said, communication is important. So, Hey, you're not going to be, you can't be mad at me these, uh, this whole week. We need mm-hmm. to sit down and talk about it. Yeah. So I'm holding you accountable to the communication because we both share that same value. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I also think it's important um, and it contributes to the sense of shared purpose 
by helping you support each other's personal growth. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in life, we we continue to grow. And when people share the same values, the same beliefs, it's easier to support and encourage each other when it comes to that personal growth and development. Because now you understand and you respect these things that I have going on in my life and you are willing to create a space that that fosters like a, a sense of meaning and a sense of purpose to be able to help me reach those better versions of myself, to be able to reach those goals that I have set. So I think it's not only important just when you come together, but it's also important mm-hmm. for those things that we have separate. Like, you know, me, I want to be an accomplished uh, counselor. I want to have my own private practice. So being able to have a partner who will support that journey, even though that's a road that I'm I'm traveling alone, but to know that I have your support and you standing right there and you cheering me on and I'm doing the same for you, you know, I think that's important. Yeah. So you still have individuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So what are some positive outcomes of having shared values in a relationship? So two main things that come to mind is satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Being on the same page, like Candy said, we see each other. We see each other. <laughs> so with the satisfaction, we, we feel understood, we feel mm-hmm. supported, and that we are in a fulfilling relationship. It can suck to be in a relationship and not be fulfilled in it. Mm-hmm. So you always want to be satisfied. Um, and also strength and commitment. I feel that a positive outcome is with the shared values is that you want to work for this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work for this. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to invest the time, the effort, and even compromise sometimes. So that's a positive outcome, just strengthening the commitment that you have mm-hmm. in the relationship. Yeah. Strengthening commitment. Because, baby, I want to know you here. Um, I also put that it's a positive influence on families and friends. Uh, I think that seeing a, a couple, somebody that's in a relationship come together, having shared values, it can inspire other people and those around them to seek uh meaningful connections and be able to prioritize their shared beliefs and values in their relationships. Because I think some people are afraid to speak up about certain things or are afraid to say that this is what I value and fear that they might be running somebody off. And my response to that is, if that is the case, sad to say that ain't your person anyway. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like when it comes to that, you should be able to go to your partner and say, this is something that I value or this is something that I want to start doing or whatever it is. And that should be some type of support. It's important to have positive relationship images around us. Now, I, I don't believe in worshiping and uh, mm-hmm. standing couples and all of that bullshit. Right. I don't believe in that because mm-hmm. everybody has their faults and every relationship goes through its ups and downs, regardless of whether they show it on social media or not. But um, I still believe that it's important to be able to model these things so that your kids can see that mom and daddy, that daddy and daddy, that whoever can come together and make this work. 
Okay, to get into this next question, JC, take <laughs> us there. Okay, so the next question is, how do differing values impact relationships? Okay, so earlier I talked about the alignment of goals. So with this question, I feel that impacts relationships because there is a misalignment of goals. Mm -hmm. How can we work towards a vision if our goals are not aligned? Uh, say we have different aspirations and desires. Mm -hmm. There can be resentment and frustration. So that's an impact that it has. Different, yeah. different, differing values has on relationships. It can cause dissatisfaction, which I talked about earlier when I said satisfaction. Mm -hmm. um, continuing to stay in something that brings you dissatisfaction will eventually lead you to resenting that person. And then you become frustrated with yourself. Yeah. Because now you've wasted time. Mm -hmm. And you I know how my friend to feel about time. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Don't waste my <laughs> friend's time, baby. <laughs> You know me so well. Uh, but I echo everything you said. Mm -hmm. And to add, I um I put on here that uh differing values can impact relationships by uh neglecting relationship needs. Uh I think that people forget that relationships take work, baby. Mm -hmm. Uh I, I it's my personal belief that you have to wake up and choose that person every day, even when like things that. get rough. Even when this person ain't the person that you first got with, the person that you married, um, you just have to be able to work through those things. I'm the type of person that believes if I'm going to get into a relationship, this is something that we're going to be doing for the long haul. Like we're going to work this out. So when things get rough, you know, let's let's figure out, let's figure this out. So when he starts to get distant, okay, let's see what's going on. Let's see what mm -hmm. I've done. <laughs> unless mm -hmm. see what's going on with him within him personally because you never know what other people are struggling with on their own and I think a lot of times people take things too personal especially in relationships because some things ain't about us some things ain't about us sometimes right. it's just about what people are going through themselves and I also said that feeling judged or misunderstood because when you in a relationship with somebody who don't share the same values you might feel judged and misunderstood because they're not respecting the fact that you value going to church on Sundays. You want to mm -hmm. go to church and you want to get up and you want your man or whoever to come with you, but they don't want to get up. So now you feeling like, dang, like this person just don't know how to love me in the right way because all I'm asking for you is to show up on Sunday to get up and put some clothes on. And I feel <laughs> like that can just create an emotional distance, it can hinder your ability to be able to empathize and support each other. Because I feel like one of the main parts in making relationships work is the fact that you have to show up. You got to show up. You can't, there's no such thing as doing the work without showing up. So if your partner says they value going to church and you know that this is a relationship that you want to be in, baby, you got to make some compromises. So what? Because you worked late Saturday. If your partner, if it's going to make your partner happy, get up, get your tired ass up and go to church. And, you know, I feel like 
that goes on both sides. Because if they are tired and it's not a everyday occurrence, you know, let them sleep in sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. even though you value church and you see he tired, he just came in late. Let that man sleep. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. Let me stop before I go on the rant, girl. <laughs> so I like how you use both sides. Like you talked about how one person can misunderstand the situation, but then also be willing to compromise, like knowing when, I kind of know when to fall back. Yeah. And just let them be mm-hmm. and be be open to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that, that that happens a lot with especially people who love to control things. Some people don't ha- don't know how to just let things be sometimes. And you have to pick and choose your battles. Everything right. ain't worth fighting over. Right. So because that man is tired and you know he came in at 12 o'clock and y'all got to get up <laughs> to church at 7. Why won't you <laughs> let this man sleep in? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. Just being able to choose your battles because everything ain't worth a fight. And even if you win the battle, child, that don't mean you're going to win the war. And so another thing you had talked about earlier with the same question, you talked mm-hmm. about individuality earlier in another question. And I feel that differing values impact relationships in that way with individuality. Yeah. Because with that, you're in a relationship, but you have to remember you're still your own individual person. Yes. Yes. So with the differing values, with the differing values, it can hinder your personal growth because you may knowingly or unknowingly sacrifice your own beliefs or desires to maintain that peace and harmony in the relationship. That's facts. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like uh, to a certain extent, when things go on too long, that's how people get to that resentment level. Because I've been sacrificing and sacrificing and you you ain't meeting me there. You ain't meeting me nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's the purpose? What's the purpose? We're not getting anywhere. Honestly, what's the purpose? <laughs> and lastly, on my list, I put communication breakdown. And you know, we've been talking about communication. J- yes. JC been teaching y'all, okay? I think, in my opinion, that different values can create certain barriers to being able to communicate effectively. Uh, you and your partner might struggle trying to understand each other's perspective and y'all might find it challenging to express your beliefs without trying to come off offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think that people experience things and they hear things differently. And one of the, uh, one of the things we've been talking about in my crisis and trauma class was uh, our professor taught us about heart pain words. He made it make sense because when I looked at the list of heart pain words, I was confused or I was just like, what? <laughs> but when he explained it, he explained it as your heart pain words are basically your filter. So when you have in communications or interaction with somebody, everything that you hear, see, feel, whatever it is, has to go through this filter. And so the list of the heart pain words, it consists of things like abandoned, accused, exposed, inadequate, trapped, trash, ugly, unaccepted. It's those things that you felt before in your life. And so 
when somebody's trying to communicate something to you, even though it may not be rude. So like one of one of the examples he used, well, somebody used in class was she was talking to her friend and her friend, uh, she told her friend that insurance is, is expensive. And her friend responded by saying everything is expensive. So to anybody on the outside looking in, it's like, oh, girl, she just, you know, she's just talking back and forth. But to her, what she heard was you not giving me the space to to voice my opinion and the things that I'm feeling or whatever it is. You don't you're not listening to me. So that's what she heard, because it has to go through her filter because she's felt these specific things all of her life. And so when she hears certain things, she don't take that thing literally. She hears what her heart pain words tell her. And that's, I'm not worth being listened to because nobody cares about my opinion. Nobody cares about me. Um, And I thought it was just such a, a unique thing because he said he and his wife like still uses it to this day. Um, His therapist, well, their therapist introduced them to it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take this and I'm going to run with it. So I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you that. Because I think it, I think it's real good, even if you decide to use it in sessions outside of relationships. But let me not get too far off topic because we'll start talking about counseling real quick. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, 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 yes. Communication breakdown. Yeah, I like that. And so in that moment, she felt probably dismissed mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's crazy because I've I've had moments like that, especially recently. Uh me and one of my friends kind of had a little falling out for a little a little while because what she said, I heard something completely different than what she said she meant. And so we ended up having a conversation about that and it was explained that this is what I meant and I didn't mean for you to take it that way and then it wasn't until months after that experience that he taught us about the heart pain words and I was like oh this is why when she said that this is why I (laughs) felt that because he made us uh go through and pick out one specific word that triggers all of those other words and I ain't going to say mine on here because uh, that's personal. <laughs> but I did go through the list and I figured out what word triggers all of my other heart pain words. But uh, yeah. See, this is why I love this profession. Like you're learning so much about yourself while you're also... Literally. Yeah, while you're also, you know, going through experiences with other people as well and helping mm-hmm. them, you know, see the same things that we see. Yeah, yeah. Because as much as we are helping people learn and grow, it's doing the same for us. And it's so crazy. Uh, our professor said that in class, he was like, don't quit, credit the program. We gave y'all the tools, but y'all did the work. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? He is so right. Because baby, <laughs> when I say, because they told us when we uh, got into the program, they was like, you're not going to come out this program the same way that you went in. And I'm like, girl, I went to undergrad. Okay. Like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I don't think nothing going to change. But when I say so many things have changed about me in the way that I approach relationships in general, communication, um, mm-hmm. being more understanding, more patient, oh, all yes. those things, like, and just being a, and not, 
I've always been the person who was able to see things from other people's point of view, but it amplified that. Mm -hmm. So now I can break it down. Like, okay, this is why they felt this way. Even if I feel this way, you know, I'm able to respect somebody else's. Okay, girl, we get, oh, I'm getting off topic, girl. (laughs) Oh, you know, when we start talking about counseling, friend, I get caught up. This is what we do. This is what we this do. Is, this is what we do, okay? <laughs> oh, you know what? This is who we are, not just yes. what we do. Mm. Love, love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Let me take a note. Let me take a note on that. Look, my I heard my professor say that. I was like, I'm taking <laughs> This is who we are, not what we do. And that's the truth. When it comes to certain professions and certain things that we involve ourselves in, it's because it's who we are at our core and not mm. just something we do. So to move on to the next question, y'all, because I know y'all love when me and JC talk about counseling. Y'all got to. Um, (laughs) The next question is, can a relationship survive if partners have different core values? This is a good question. I feel that it can survive. But the question is, how long will it survive? Mm. Yeah, I feel like it, it won't be authentic. Okay. It'll be forced. There'll be an imbalance somewhere. Someone is compromising more than the other. Mm-hmm. Someone is unhappy more than the other. So it's in, it's going to be an imbalance somewhere. Someone is going to do. Someone's going to do more, mm-hmm. and there's going to be someone that does less. There's going to be less effort somewhere. And then, uh, then what happens after that? Then what happens after? After there's that imbalance, you you start losing attraction for the person. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anyone who uh, would, you know, want to stay with someone that they're not attracted to. So it was kind of like, <laughs> so I know, that's it, right. I, yes. So I don't think I think it can survive, but it's just a matter of time before it doesn't mm-hmm. last long. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it depends on the circumstances and the situation. Um. It also depends on what each partner is willing to do to work through these challenges. So are y'all able to sit down and find a common ground, find something that find some values or some beliefs that y'all have shared? So just like we said in the beginning, like write these values down. Y'all get together, write y'all a a list of values and beliefs down and see how y'all can help bridge this gap between y'all differing core values because maybe there are some little small things on there that y'all are able to relate to and y'all able to connect with that can help y'all work past these certain differences that y'all have because when you focus on certain aspects of the relationship where both people are aligned it can help you create a stronger connection being able to see the person in a different light and I also think that it it teaches you to be able to be flexible, to learn how to compromise, not to your detriment or the detriment mm-hmm. of the relationship. <laughs> Look, don't continue to compromise and, you know, you ain't, the other person ain't doing the same, but just being willing and able to be flexible and compromise in these situations. So you might need to come up with an agreement that you both need to support each other and pursuing whatever it is that you got going on, your individual values over here and mine over here, while also maintaining respect for 
each other's choices because I feel like some things are going to be different because we were raised different. You know, I I'm speak for myself. I was raised in a home where I didn't really have a good father figure in there. And so I may not embody everything of a man that you envision, but that doesn't mean that I'm not willing to learn. That doesn't mean that I won't sit down with you and, you know, or sit down, sit down with your dad, learn from your dad. I'm open to those things and I'm willing to be flexible and, and compromise and on certain things. So that's how I feel about it. Do you feel that it's the way that they handle or show their core, their core values, like the different core values? Do you feel that that's something that they, that they can survive with? Not necessarily the core values themselves, but how they show their core their core values, like how they communicate, how they have fun. But most most definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, I think as much as I say that you know you can compromise, but like you can compromise on certain things for so long um, until it's just something that you just can't do no more, unless it's something that you allow this person to journey through on their own so like if you say you know you could still do your cruises but you're gonna have to take your brother your cousin in them because i'm not coming you know you know that boats ain't my thing so being able to just create that um mutual understanding that even though these are certain things that you value and i may feel differently about them can we respect it and it depends case by case because mm-hmm. it's certain things that I know I'm not willing to forego. So one of my one of my thing things is somebody who's completely shut off to the idea of God, the idea of spirituality, that thing. I just I don't think in my personal life and the things that I believe in, I could be in a relationship with somebody who just completely does not believe in God. And I don't believe in trying and wanting to change people. So if you present to me as a person who is an atheist, who don't believe in God, then I'm going to take you at your word. You know, this is not something that you believe in. And I'm not going to try to force you into believing in God. And so I'm going to take me and my relationship with God and go somewhere else. So I just, you know, I just think it's it's certain things in certain situations that you can compromise on and and move forward with. And it's, it's certain things that you just can't. And you got to figure out what your things are. I love that. I was about to say, I hope I explained that well. Because, you know, I'll be rambling. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how can a couple determine which values are non-negotiable in their relationships. See, we started getting into it a little early. <laughs> okay, so I feel the only way to determine that is through communication. You know, I've been talking about communication a lot throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. The communication has to be open and honest. You have to be aware of your own personal values and identify which are non-negotiable. Um, also having the understanding of the importance of those values. Like maybe you've seen um, respect 
mm-hmm. in the healthy relationship. And that's something that you you value. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe you witness continuous disrespect in your relationship and you know that's something that you don't like, something that you don't value. Yeah. So getting that clarity is important. Um, and also something else that's helpful is seeking professional help. You know, I am in the helping profession, so I'm going to always vouch for... Come on, plug that, <laughs> plug that. I'm going to always do that for professional help. Uh, you may need that neutral space to open discussions, and they can also help you find strategies as well, like if you reach a dead end or if you find it challenging on your own. Relationships, you may have to step out and get some help. You can't always do it together, so it's it's okay if you need a listening ear or mm-hmm. someone who's neutral, someone who doesn't know you personally, but who will give you that honest, um, that honest feedback that you need. Yeah, I love that. Because we are here to be neutral, okay? Don't be afraid to come to counseling, especially those in the Black community. Baby, do not be afraid. If you and your relationship, if you think that y'all might need some help outside of what y'all can do together, go get you some ain't nothing wrong with it baby because one thing about it everything that we do is confidential ain't nobody ain't nobody got to know that y'all coming here ain't nobody got to know what what we talked about in therapy Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i think uh one of the main parts is just people just feel like especially in the black community like ain't nobody supposed to know your business so why would i go to somebody on the outside just telling all my business my life story and stuff (laughs) but yeah Anyways, back on topic. I I think it's I think it's a very personal and important process um getting to those um non-negotiables. Because just like JC said, I think you have to spend that in individual reflection time. You it's time to be introspective. It's time to sit with yourself, figure out what are things that you believe, what are things that you value and just think about different aspects of life, like family, career, uh, your ethical codes, um, spirituality, relationships. Figure out those type of areas, and then come up with things that you value in those areas. And it, like, like we kept saying, like create your list, create your list, and y'all go through y'all list together, and or you go through your own list, and you figure out which ones are non-negotiable, and you have to be ready and open to communicate these things to your partner. So if you want to sit down and y'all want to have y'all y'all little time where this is relationship time. So we we going to come together and we going to figure out how can we make this relationship better? How can we continue to work on certain things? You have to be able to have open and honest conversations about these things. And like like I said before, non-negotiables is just what it is so if you have come to terms that you know y'all just have different values and y'all going to different places in y'all life it's okay to walk away because like I said you can't change people and if you know you're the type of person that wants a family you value family and your partner doesn't value family you can't get into a relationship and hope and pray that one day he gonna want a family with you if they said that in the beginning or they said that at some point in your relationship that they didn't want a family so you have to decide like are you willing to compromise and live without creating this family and then you make your decision 
it's, I agree. It's, it's, it's certain things that will impact the future of your relationship that you have to be able to think and talk through. And when you identify those things, talk about them. Because mm-hmm. these major life decisions, if you know you don't want a man that's going to be not home all the time, don't go get a man that's going to be in the military. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention to those things. Some things are just non-negotiable. And honestly, I feel like you, sh- you should figure out your non-negotiable before you decide to get in relationships. But for those of us who are already in relationships, if your partner is teetering your non-negotiables baby it's time for you to reevaluate and if you feel like it's not a decision that you can make on your own like JC said seek professional help talk to somebody bounce some ideas and I don't always believe in putting family and friends in your business and this is why my friend said go to a neutral party who ain't got no stakes in this relationship who ain't gonna shit on Pookie and Ray right now because he don't want to have a family and going to be treating him different at the family functions when y'all done made up. You know what I'm saying? So you go to somebody who ain't going to do all of that. That's all and I'm if saying. you must, if you must go to a family and friend, use the old trick. Use different names. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my friend is spitting knowledge, okay? She is teaching y'all something new. All right. <laughs> Look, hypothetically, if I was in a situation, <laughs> look, man, uh, y'all, we gonna get it together. It takes time, and you gotta be willing to be open to learn. And you also can't expect somebody else to do the work for you. You can't always expect people to have your best interests at heart. Sometimes you gotta do that for you. But um, to move on to the next question is, can values change over time in a relationship? What do you think about that, friend? Hmm. So this one was interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think that values change over time, but I feel that the importance or the intensity may change over time. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by that is like, just for an example, fun may change for a moment when family intensifies. So while you're, you know, while you're busy building the family, that may cause you to put fun on the back burner, on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, do I feel that it's a good thing? No, I feel that it's always good to keep those core values that you have balanced. Um, so this is why. So this is why I feel that communication is very important and you need those intimate moments. Like, don't stop talking or checking in with each other. It's good to check in. We did check in earlier during this, uh, during the recording. You see. <laughs> check in, baby, check in. Yeah, Let's so talk. keep checking in. Yeah, keep checking in with each other. Um, Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. So keep that communication going. I feel that that's important. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that, friend. I appreciate your perspective, baby. But I want to say, I when I read the question and I started working through it, I thought thought it through differently. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, I did I do think that values can change over time because I don't think that rela- uh, values are static or unchanging. 
I think they are constantly influenced by our life experiences, our personal growth, the things that we learn being exposed to different cultures, communities, social groups, um, and like evolving circumstances. So like different life stages, like in your early adulthood, you know, values might different differ from middle adulthood, let's say when you get to old age, or just even when you get to like things such as marriage and parenthood, uh, health issues, I feel like values start to change. And I do agree with some of what you said that value uh, certain things do get placed on the back burner. I do believe that. I do believe that, like you said, if, you know, you become a parent, that fun, that you still value fun, but you know that you got other things that you want to prioritize over that fun because, you know, you got to take care of your kids. But I also think that they can change over time and some things can, um, you know, fall off. So like, for example, people who people who formed a relationship with God and who valued their relationship with God, but something major happened, their mom died from cancer and they know God to be this omnipotent person who can heal all things. Um, but he didn't save their mom. And so that value might change into, I don't believe in God anymore because he allowed that to happen. And so that's what I mean that I think they can change over time. And I don't think it always has to be that extreme, but that is like the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, so I do, I love your view as well. And I do like how we're able to have different like views or opinions and still understand where we're coming yeah, from. I like that. So I love yours. See, that's literally <laughs> that's literally an example of how it should be in relationships, okay? <laughs> being able to receive somebody else's perspective because we all see things differently. We've all done things differently. We live separate lives and choose to come together as a people. And so you can't expect people to leave themselves at home and just agree with you. Okay, because I'm gonna bring my experiences <laughs> with me everywhere I go. I know I'm that's black, right. Black like that. <laughs> okay, and that's just an example. <laughs> <laughs> but baby, friend, we getting into my favorite segment, and this is on repeat. I have titled it "On Repeat." This is where I talk about the music that I've been having on repeat because music feeds the soul. So, you know, I stay fed. All right, friend, what is your song of choice that you've been having on repeat? Choice. I've been listening to a lot of Tamia. Oh, come on Tamia. Cause I love me. Her. <laughs> I love me. Her. Yeah. So the, the, what, I ha- what I've been having on repeat is, a cover that she did mm-hmm. by the barge love me in a special way okay i don't think i know that <laughs> one i'm gonna have to listen to that oh you have to listen to, ver- to uh to both versions okay let me write that down because you know i love this song <laughs> yeah so i just been listening to it just because no no reason but it talks about a lot of things that um i value 
in the song. Mm-hmm. So what she's talking about is valuing effort and creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, she talked about how you can't run the same line on her. You have to think. You have mm-hmm. to think beyond what you've been doing in previous uh, relationships. Thank you, because I'm different, baby. Exactly, she said. That's what that's what it says in the song. <laughs> look, look, me and her was on. We was on the same page. So a line that she has in the song, it's not her song. It's a cover. You know, I say it's by the barge. Mm-hmm. But the line is, uh, "So reach into your chain of thoughts, try to find something new. What worked so well for you before? For me, it just won't do." Ah, see, because <laughs> I'm different, baby. What you mm-hmm. did for them, that ain't gonna do for me. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And so I just been singing that song. I love how she sings. I love, I love her voice. Ooh, like I have to okay, see her in Love me in a special way. Me, cause baby, this sound like about something right up my alley. And uh, I think the Borge. I think the Borge is the only other person that did it because she covered their song. So I think okay. they're the only other the group. Well, beautiful. I shall put that on my list because I'm going to listen to it. Because you know how I listen to all the other suggestions, friend. <laughs> I love when somebody can put me on some songs. Look, teach me something. Teach me something. I'm tired of teaching everybody else. Teach me something, too. Ooh, child. Well, ooh, child. My song is... Fatal Attraction by Black. And I know you probably don't even know who he is, friend. Oh, See, I, was, I was about to talk about the girl group. I was like, you listen to the girl group? Oh, black. no. Okay, not Black. <laughs> I'm talking about Black with the six. Six L-A-C-K. Okay, yeah. My boy Black, he um love his music, love his music, love his music. But this song is on his new album. um, And it's it's a love song. It go well. The lyrics states, "Fatal attraction. I would ride for you, ride for you, ride for you. I would die for you, die for you, die for you. Live for you, cry for you, slide with you. Make you never, make me never want to leave you. Fatal attraction. R.I.P. And so, what that song means to me, and I can't tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I kind of can tell you what he said the song mean because it kind of talks about it in the song. But for me. I was taking that song as finding somebody that you're willing to go through all of life struggles with and still be able to ride for them and show up despite everything that's going on and die for you just loving somebody so deep that you're willing to put your life on the line for them and them do the same thing in return because I feel like... I, I've never experienced that type of love um, in a way that it was reciprocated. Because uh, I would say my first love, I felt that way. Oh, child, and I don't even want to go. Jesus. We ain't even go back that far, because girl, <laughs> it's some trauma there, baby. But um, yeah, I, I think there's something so special to be able to create that type of bond with somebody that they will lay their lives on the line for you, uh, for their kids, for whoever. Um, yeah. And he says, live for you, cry for you, slide with you. Like I got you through whatever. We good. We're going to be here um, through the good times, through the bad times. 
And when somebody playing with you, I'm going to slide for you. <laughs> so stop playing. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I just kind of took that song and, and made it mean. Well, I mean, it mean wasn't mean, but I took that mm-hmm. song and I, I made it. It's personal for me. I like, I, I love that song. Uh, specifically because I I just so happened to go through my my um journal for my first love child recently actually yesterday <laughs> day before yesterday and uh it hits all the more because I remember those feelings and ooh, I don't want to get too deep but I remember when that relationship came to a close at one point, I didn't want to be here anymore. Mm. Oh, oh, we ain't gonna get too deep. We ain't gonna talk about suicide this week. But um, yeah. Do you feel it's good? Do you feel it's uh helpful or more harmful to still have that journal? I think for me, it's how far I've come. So mm-hmm. for me, it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Like being able to look back on a dark place that I was in. Because when I was reading through the notes, I, w- I was reading um, the little things that I wrote. And I was just like, oh, like Chavez, like he was hurt. Like that baby was hurt. Like, and I kept saying, oh, little Chavez. Like, I couldn't believe that this person who I am now was ever there. That I allowed a person to define so much of who I was that it made me feel like I didn't want to exist without them and so I had vowed to myself which can be a good and a bad thing that I would never allow myself to get to that place again and the reason I say it's a good and a bad thing is because on the good side it'll protect you from ever putting somebody before yourself um and then on the bad side is it'll protect you from ever putting somebody before yourself. So you, me not being able to go too deep with certain people because I'm afraid that I'm going to end up in this same place again. And yeah, that was a, ooh, that was a hard place to come out of. And I'll never forget. And I thank my cousin to this day for bringing me out of that because my mama didn't know what was wrong. All she knew was I would stay in my room every day and cry. I don't know if she ever looked through the journal because for a long time when I was in college, it was in her room, in her closet. And so I don't know if she ever looked through with y'all because if she did, she she saw some things and she knows some things. But I don't think she ever did because I think if she did, she would have been came to me crying or something. But um, yeah, such a dark place, man. Ugh. Shout out to cousin. Shout out to cousin. Mm-hmm. Shout out to cousin. <laughs> I I don't know that I would have done it, but I know that she helped me out of that dark place because my mama couldn't do it. My sisters couldn't do it. She came up in there. She was, bitch, get out the bed. Why you up in here crying over that nigga? Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> get your ass up. You know, that type of cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I needed. My mama mm-hmm. was more, uh, what's wrong? What's going on? And at the time, I wasn't even out. So like, my mama say she knew. She said she always knew. But <laughs> I wasn't out 
So I wasn't able to talk to her about that stuff because mm-hmm. I didn't feel comfortable to be able to say my mom in a relationship with a dude. So I didn't have nobody to talk to. She, My cousin, she knew when she kind of forced it out of me with her missed ass. You know, people, <laughs> with stuff like that, people always kind of see the signs and the things before you do. And mm-hmm. I was just going through my going through life I knew I was different and I knew that there was a, a attraction to to males I just didn't know to like what extent what it meant none of that stuff until really that relationship child mm. yeah oh what a dark place for him mm-hmm. I don't know how we got there oh my <laughs> gosh look I am talking about personal stuff with y'all y'all should be proud of me because I don't never really go this deep mm. Thank you, friend. Opening me up. First. Because <laughs> honestly, had you not asked me a, a, um, a probing question, I would have never talked deep about it. Oh, child. Yeah. So just know, y'all, if y'all ever get to that place, just hold on. You're going to make it out. You're going to make it out, I promise you. If you just hold on. All you got to do is hold on. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, mm, I enjoyed today's episode. I always enjoy when I be on the phone with my friend. And this just feels like another phone conversation with us, okay? Because <laughs> we talked about counseling techniques and all kinds of shit on the phone. We, This is my girl, okay? This is my girl. So I want to say uh thank you to all of those who are new i hope you guys continue to come back and listen to your boy and those who uh come on here and to speak some knowledge to y'all and i also want to say thank you to my faithful few who continue to listen every time i drop an episode and my girl and my people who be texting me and say Chavez what's going on because you ain't dropped the episode in a while <laughs> um and JC is one of those people. She she get me together. She Shavez, <laughs> where's the episode this week? And I go, mm-hmm. and look, I, I'm slipping, I'm sliding. I'm <laughs> gonna get it together. But friend, big shouts out to you. I appreciate you so much for just coming onto the podcast and just you know, uh sharing your opinions and sharing your experiences with people because I think, you know, it's important for people to hear. Um, other life experiences and other opinions aside from my own that's how we grow thank you for having me again oh I love this I love this topic and I mm. love you know talking about it with you yeah always a good time baby always a good time this is my girl so y'all me and JC finna chat after we get up out of here so I ain't gonna hold y'all too long just remember that if y'all want to talk about anything or if y'all need anything, hit me up in the DMs on my personal page or my Instagram. I mean, my podcast Instagram, the um, the usernames or whatever they call will be in the description of the podcast episode. Hit me up. Remember that anything that we talk about stays between you and me. Bye, y'all. <laughs>